Hey everybody, we at Podgave Rock and Roll Do You want to make it clear that we don't mean any offense by our comments, critiques, or opinions. We're not music critics, just buddies that use talking about music as an excuse to hang out. Also, our language is intended for adult ears. Enjoy! Cause I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out So, are you guys super excited for the Academy Awards next weekend? I uh, can't wait. What? Um, <laughs> are those the... <laughs> which ones are those? Those those are the Oscars. The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's up this year? I was watching Belfast earlier and fell asleep. Yeah, that's about that sounds the, about right. It's, yeah, it's, The Troubles. It's, it's usually Oscar nominees, right? Uh, there's a three-hour Chinese movie that I told Brie we're going to watch. and just We're always like, you want to watch a three-hour Chinese movie? It's like, mm watch something else man imagine having to read for three hours josh are you excited <laughs> you sound excited you sound um, ready you're doing your homework <laughs> well you know we, we got some movies to watch i'm gonna watch the deaf movie coda we didn't we didn't do that this week um it <laughs> sounds wait, like describe them. i got this chinese movie to watch i got this <laughs> deaf movie to watch i think there's one about a dog <laughs> <laughs> and a truck no, that's that's the Country Music Awards. Um, in music news this week, uh, the Arcade Fire released a new song, and they're going to be releasing a new album. I, I know your thoughts on the on Arcade Fire, Neil. Billy, Arcade Fire, yes or no? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm yes to most music. Would I pay for a ticket to their show? Probably not. Would I go uh, for free? free for free? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd also probably yeah. go to Chippendales for free. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. It's funny with the, I mean, the song is called Lightning 2, and it's not uh, great. I mean, it's no. whatever. Uh, no, I was disappointed. Disappointed, for sure. It sounds like... Yeah, it's a, I told Michelle it sounded like mediocre arcade fire. She was like, no, nah, it's it's mediocre music. It's just, it's not even... Fucking, oh, wow. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's fine. It just... It, it didn't really. It's not doing anything new. I think we've been over the ground before. They're they're treading on there. Yeah, it's like acoustic with like a bunch of shit going on in the background, and you know, very self serious and like terrible lyrics. Yeah, sounds like beat Beach House. Yeah, <laughs> Beach House is just one song on their their entire catalog. Talk about falling uh, asleep at a show! Holy moly! <laughs> yeah. I, I actually have, I saw them years ago, and I don't mind Beach House. I, I actually played a Beach House song for my friend's wedding, for her walk-up music one time. But I, it was at the Fonda in Hollywood, and they have that little smoking section on the top with the screen on the wall, you know, and the couches. Like, four songs into Beach House. I just went up and sat on the couch, started smoking, just watched the show from the couch. Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, is- they were opening for Fleet Foxes at the Bowl. Yeah, I saw and- that. And yeah, so oh, we yeah. were there and it was it was one of those BYOB shows, which was awesome. Oh yeah. But I was going to the bathroom Great. and I came back and apparently <laughs> during Beach House our friends got shushed. Yeah, we got shushed at the show too. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's still mortified about it. She's like, Oh my god, people were so mad. Yeah. So at the end of the show, oh, at, like after Fleet Foxes, we were like, All right, let's wait, you know, let the bowl kind of clear out a little bit before we walk down. Yeah. And 
and we stood up and there was like this couple kind of behind us and I said something to Nick like man I can't believe we got you guys got shushed and this guy sitting with his girlfriend was like yeah maybe you guys should have been a little more respectful (laughs) Nick and I started laughing and I just go it's a concert man it's a concert like he was the fact that like he was still so mad about that even after Fleet Foxes came out he just he just been thinking about it the whole concert just looking at y'all like they talk again yeah the way you described the Arcade Fire song was kind of just reminded me of that vibe of real serious and one just like blah 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 you're not gonna get shushed in an Arcade Fire show no that's for sure I went to a My Morning Jacket New Year show when I first drove to California at the Fillmore in San Francisco. And, like, we got there super early, and it was me and my buddy. We'd seen them a bunch. We were drinking, having a good time. And then, the, you know, it, it filled in pretty good, and this, this couple came and stood in front of us, like, really close to us. And, like, we're kind of talking to each other the whole time. And But it's a loud show. It's a rock and roll show. And at one point, this guy just goes, they turn around, they go, um, we didn't come to the show to listen to you guys talk the whole time. We came to hear My Morning Jacket. And I was like, I was pretty drunk. I was like, fuck you, buddy. I was like, we've been standing here way longer than you have. Move. If you don't yeah, like, right. if you don't want to hear me talking, go somewhere else in the fucking theater. <laughs> they just turned around and they stayed there. And Jackson looks at me, he's like, that was kind of a I don't move. I, and no, I was like, you what? see, no, you're in that situation. Everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, you were that you were being the dick. But no, that is a fine reaction in my mind. Maybe I'm a dick, but if that guy's going <laughs> to complain, and it's it, you're not in a, look. If you were in assigned seats at Radio City, sure, I I get that. Fine. Yeah. But like, dude, if you can move, like, go fuck off. The, the only time to shush is at, like, a straight-up acoustic show where there's one person with an acoustic guitar and you really can't hear if somebody's talking, you yeah, know? Yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. probably the only well, time. Like, if, de- if I'm at a James Taylor show or something and somebody's like, yo, I can't hear James Taylor, I'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah, it's an acoustic show, sure, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> do, you think, yeah. do, you, do you think if you were at a James Taylor show and someone was upset, they would turn around to you and say, yo, I'm trying to hear James Taylor? <laughs> yeah, they would be like, can you be quiet please <laughs> um excuse me it's just my mom <laughs> yeah you just get the mom like what did you just say yeah uh, <laughs> um well anyway going back to arcade fire the, the 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 band released the news that they were coming out with the album and then the the guy the lead singer's brother was like yeah i'm leaving the band what? <laughs> Basically, and after hearing that song, I'm like, maybe he was just like, the music sucks now. So creative wow. differences. <laughs> yeah, he cited creative differences, which basically means I don't like the songs that were. Do you like, do you yeah. think the I song did. is that bad, or do you think you no. you had high expectations and super high expectations? Yeah. And it's not it's not bad. It's just it sounds like mediocre old Arcade Fire. You know? Yeah, right, right. I get that. Yeah. It's a whole album. We'll see. Maybe the best is yet to come. There'll be a good song or two. Now, when I was reading about that, another band, I don't know Mm -hmm. why this band flashed. uh, It was like like another article that I didn't read because I'll explain in a second. But Korn, the band Korn, uh, yes or no, uh, Neil? No. Billy? (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. I'm going to go opposite with a a hell no on on Korn. 
why are you a hell yeah on corn billy let's let's hear it because man that was like what was that like late 90s early 2000s right oh yeah that was like that was late 90s yeah yeah for sure. i mean uh, how old was i what year when was i born um you know i was like <laughs> you know seventh eighth grade then into high school when they were still coming out with stuff like freak on a leash is just are you kidding me you guys are hating on corn i just i don't have time for it i don't think i've never really listened to it it's not just not my scene it's not like yeah yeah. maybe i'm sure freak on a leash sounds great i'm sure i have heard it but like yeah just no time and and i'm not anti that kind of music like at that time i was definitely rocking some papa roach and some uh uh limp biscuit every now and then kid rock but corn i just never ever got into at all it just seemed like a little I too didn't... like guarish to me yeah well and the, the yeah what's wrong with guar it's sonically unpleasant <laughs> the whole That's look what's wrong too with the corn with a k there's a lot going on that i just i was i didn't like the branding what the hell's wrong with the backwards r you know <laughs> what's your what's your you got a problem with backwards r's there? And, well, everything huh? looks like a scary movie poster so ah we're gonna scare you with rock and roll it's, it's just it's just bleeding black and onto your fucking junk. And speaking of uh, of what? Of, of, what? Uh, when, when <laughs> it's and speaking of black, what? Give me bleeding give me real black. quick, just off the top of your head, your favorite song with black in the title, Neil. I'd say back in black. <laughs> That's too ACDC. easy, Neil. I need you to no. I need you, you need to, me go to dig deeper. deeper. I need dig you to go deeper. deeper. Yeah. Oh. Well, Black Pearl Jam. We've done a couple Black songs. Black Pearl Jam. Nice. I'm glad you picked that over a little Black Submarines. Yeah, that wasn't going there. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably say uh, Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress or uh, Paint It Black. Ooh, Paint or, It Black. Or Paint It Black. Blue, how about Blue on Black? Uh, Tears on the river, push on the shove, it don't I mean much. I swear to God. <laughs> Kenny Wayne just rips in that song, though. Yeah, Kenny Wayne could rip. I mean, it borderline cheesy blues, but he can rip. Yeah, uh, blue, blue and black, tears on a river. Cheesy. Baby. <laughs> he walks right up to the line of of cheesy blues, but I don't. I would say he doesn't cross it completely. He might have a toe. I dip. think his songs are cheesy. His playing's not necessarily cheesy. Just the songs surrounding his. I sweet I, I get it. I think I might go Black Dog, Led Zeppelin. Ooh, that's a good one. Maybe maybe Blackwater, uh, Doobie Brothers. Oh, Doobies. How about Blackbird? Oh, Black. That's a good one. Ooh, Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun. There's also um, Long Black Veil. Is a yeah. Old. Done by a lot of yeah. different people. Yeah, really good song. Absolutely. Man, um, he could have been exonerated, <laughs> but he was banging his best friend's wife. It's a great song. And on that note, uh, you were listening to Pod Gay Rock and Roll to you. And we're talking about um, lovers cheating and songs with black in the title because this week we were talking about Amy Winehouse's Back to Black from her 2007 album Back to Black, <laughs> written by Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson and produced by Mark Ronson and released on Island. Black. 
speaking of the My Morning Jacket show, I, I had just arrived in L.A. when this record came out, and obviously I, I heard Rehab first because it was playing everywhere, it seemed. kind of came out of the the woodwork. It was kind of like that, um, what was the song the year before with Modest Mouse and uh, Norl, Norl, no, Norl's Barkley? What was that? Crazy? Was it called Crazy? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was... It was kind. Of, it kind of reminded me of that of just how it kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm like, "Who are these people?" And it sounded great, and you were like, "Oh, this is kind of a different sound for pop," and it was kind of had some rock. But I, you know, I mean, I didn't buy this album. I, I can't remember if I was still buying CDs at this time, or this was like iTunes was in full effect. Definitely not an iPhone, but I, I definitely didn't own this album. But when it, whenever I heard this song, I just remember really loving the chorus and that sticking to me, like the melody and the delivery always mm-hmm. stuck in my head after I heard this song. And it, there's just so much emotion in the words and the way she sings it. It's, it's I mean, I would say it's my favorite song by her, although it's one of the few songs we've done where listening to it all week, I probably like it a little less now than I, than I did before. <laughs> Um, for reasons we'll discuss, but 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 I still think just for the de- de- her delivery and the chorus and kind of the the Dap King's presence, it, it, it's a great tune. I had to when you said "Back to Black," I had to listen to it to remember which song it was. <laughs> Truthfully, <laughs> I'm not an Amy Winehouse aficionado, but I did watch that documentary, what? which is amazing. I know, and like, hey, I'm just saying. He said he wasn't an aficionado. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not a. You're you're more a a connoisseur. Yeah, I'm not in the wine cellar. You know, like there's the the warehouse for DMB Deadheads. Amy Warehouse. Yeah, the the Amy Warehouse. Uh, But uh, but no, the song's amazing. Like I actually liked, and I really like this in songs where. Oh my God! What is their name? The Kings of Leon uh, have a song yeah. where they have a a line like, "She tells me I got a big old dick and wants my asshole," <laughs> and it's like when you when you like kind of hear that the first time, you don't really hear it, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and so yeah. it's kind of like her her line about like uh, you know the, the guy always keeping his dick wet with a safe bet and that. And it's just like someone putting the line dick, you know, keeping their dick wet, but like singing it so beautifully that it doesn't sound vulgar or something like that. Like, I really like that about this song. Yeah. And to follow, you know, regret. You're like, what rhymes with regret? (laughs) How do do I get regret and wet dick to rhyme? Oh, I just put dick wet. Nice. I love Amy Winehouse and this song, like similar to you, Josh, first heard Rehab, and I remember being so proud of myself, because I heard it on the radio, and I literally had my girlfriend, I was like, get some paper out of, out of the glove compartment, write this name down, she's going to be a star. <laughs> Wait, you were, you were 1920s Hollywood, you were like, this broad's going to do it, she's going to ride straight to the she's top of the got that Whoa, sound. jeez, Josh, come um, No, no, but I, I really did, I really did, it's funny, I don't often do that. But yeah, her whole thing, I love it, and I do love this song, it's not my, I think Rehab is my favorite, Valerie. And this is one that I've always felt like I'm supposed to like the most. I do love it. It's just not my absolute favorite. I think because I think it's just a um, 
it's such a good example of amazing production, amazing performance. And as you said, the melody is great, but I think overall, it's not that great of a song. But I think the whole thing, the package, her, the voice, the sat, the old retro sound is such a cool piece of art. And this is like the flagship of it. Um, yeah. Well, so, so I, I definitely respect it and think it's great. So just two things to go back on why I think I like it a little less, Neil. And I kind of maybe agree, agree with you a little bit there is that the bridge is kind of ho-hum. I get what it's trying to do where you're like, ooh, yeah, these, I want this more. is like, I want more. These, this is like the depths of the depression or whatever, or the, the drinking and stuff, but it's just, nothing happens. It's just her repeating black over the, over the chords. And with all the music that's going on in the song throughout to just completely kind of dr- the bottom drop out like that. It's like, I don't know. And then the other thing they do, you know, what's the, I guess that they always, people always say Tom Petty said, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they made the decision to have two verses in before the chorus in the song. Because you're kind of just waiting on it to get there. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that long. I'm, I may be being impatient, but I think there is a, a different structured song that if, if I hear the chorus, because that first verse is fantastic just in terms of she's like, fuck this guy keeping her head high and then, I mean you get into the rest of the lyric and it's like oh my god I'm fucking devastated <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know but still still like being resilient but if if you I, I just feel like that chorus should be right after that first verse and well, that would have just changed the song a little bit yeah and kind of just to what we're talking about the chorus is just the exact same chords it doesn't even change she just sings it with a little more energy the melody slightly changes but it's kind of loosely even a chorus you know what I mean it's a chorus just because she repeats it which, uh, yeah, basically. And it doesn't even have the, which I, I find this actually really cool. It, it doesn't have the, I go back to black. She says it once in the verse leading into the first chorus part. And then at the end, like you would feel like that's the, and I go back to, and I go back to us mm-hmm. first. And then I go back to black at the end. So you're almost, it's a rare song in that really the hook of the song is only said once. I mean, it said twice, but once in like yeah. where it yeah. usually would be in you know traditional song structure, and that's that's pretty fantastic. So, first question I, I got for you guys about the song is blow or puff? Which one do you like more, Neil? <laughs> I'll go with blow. You, you, uh, yeah, I figured that'd be your answer, Billy. Well, my high school nickname was Peter Puffer, so I'm going with Puff. <laughs> I really, if I had to, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Puff. It's been a, it's been a long time since I tooted. Uh, <laughs> I say it's been a long day. It's been, a, it's been a long time since I got got down with some schneef. The schneef is too. It's like Russian roulette these days. What are you doing out there, folks? Well, Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous. You're wading into dangerous waters. I mean, look, I understand how awesome it is, but well, you've yes. heard things, right? You've you've heard Just, things, yeah. 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 No, I have not heard things. I have indulged in cocaine, and I like it. <laughs> but one time, I shit my pants, so uh, <laughs> can't really do it anymore. <laughs> Maybe we'll tell that next week. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite uh, accidental bowel movement. Uh, will be the intro for next week's Oof. pod. Um, so, just just to dive into the song. So, my favorite part of the song, and, and like you said, Neil, it's it's, it's funny. Um, 
the delivery, her delivery is so good in this song. I mean, it's the production's great too, and and I do like the chorus, but like the way she sings, there's it's nothing. It's not like grandiose or flashy or like, ooh, damn, did you hear what she just hit? It's not like Aretha or Whitney. It's more like Billie Holiday. There's like a subtlety to like everything she's delivering. There's like so much feeling behind every single line she and all the decisions she's making. It's just like it's there's more decisions being made than just like listen to my fucking kick-ass voice, basically. Yeah, just to the words. Like, Billy, you were saying um, just how she uses the keep your dick wet. I like or you know you like blow i like puff it's so specific to her i don't know how like the lyrics are really cool but it does take me out of it like when she's so frank and and the second verse is even sad you're just like oh my god you're comparing life to a pipe and like saying you like to do blow but your boyfriend likes to smoke crack or the other way around i don't know it's just (laughs) it does take me out of it a little bit there it's it's very wait you're saying you feel like too you're like man this is too depressing well it's that, not poetic and it's not poetic enough it's it's kind of like it's only her story it doesn't like speak to everyone it's not it's not universal enough for you yes exactly uh, but the but the chorus part is the chorus yes. part is universal to, to yes which saves it that's funny you say that because like in acting the more specific choices that you make as an actor for that character makes the relationship with your on-screen partners, you know, mm-hmm. much, yeah. much more clear. So it's, it's funny that you say, you know, coming from a musician and songwriter, like, you know, the more specificity well, almost hurts her. Well, I'm not saying yeah. I'm right either. You know what I mean? Like oh, you yeah, have yeah, a good yeah. point. I think, I think you probably yeah. are <laughs> from a music perspective. I, you know, the most important thing, I think, is getting, and I, and I would assume this is in acting as well, is getting the emotion out. You know, whatever is true for yourself, people can pick up on that. Like, you may, it's right. more like, yeah. you may more empathize with her than sympathize with her because you haven't gone through this exact same experience. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and, a good point, yeah. And it does stick out because it is so specific. You know what I mean? I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. Just pointing right. out that it, it, it jumps out at me. You know? Yeah. I mean, it definitely does. <laughs> the lyrics are. He did what? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be one of the all-time just kind of fuck you songs. Um, but well, there's so it's almost much. like a fuck me song. It's like, <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm, I, I, yeah. Someone call my dealer. Get me a bottle. True. We're going back. To yeah, that. it's. it's I, I, couldn't, it kinda... I couldn't figure out if it was a take takedown or not well and it's it's kind of like i want you like this this is awful i'm dying a hundred times like fuck this I like know. It's, so it's kind of like she's not even saying fuck you she's like come back this is awful yeah because i thought at, like the beginning of the song makes you think she's gonna go with the fuck you go fuck yourself but oh yeah and once it gets into it it is totally what you said neil like i can't do this without you come back <laughs> <laughs> the song I, is so sad and kind of sinister the music everything just it's very it's all black dying a hundred deaths like it's very dark it's dark times oh yeah <laughs> i mean it's it, you're it, this is back this is back alley like i'm fucking in a room about to jump out the window shit um <laughs> why but, while i blare my corn cd well I mean, the black r is just dripping on you, yeah. you <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the black r is on the sidewalk where you fall down well <laughs> sorry well so I, I will just mention one more thing about the, about the delivery 
is I do love in songs when people do find kind of like a, a pattern in which she does the uh, he and you and I like every mm-hmm. you know she when she it always almost turns back on that always going to whatever pronoun she's using in the in the line it kind of brings you back from the sadness or whatever of what she's saying like her pain or it really it sounds good you talking about how sad you are and that that's one of the key reasons I think in the delivery I love you much it's not But we've probably gone long enough without mentioning Mark Ronson is the mm-hmm. producer. Yes, we have. Um, from, from, from what I read, he basically met her because they worked They worked at the same label. She already had a few songs on the album done, and he went home and wrote the riff, this, a riff on the piano, yep. like the night that they met. And so it, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, he basically is just really getting his kind of Phil Spector... Uh, and stacks records. Yes, owned for sure. In this. Yeah, and he was trying to write this song specifically to sound like old '60s girl groups, um, which he succeeded. I think they really nailed it, like with the bells and just the whole kind of sound is, is oh. such a cool part of this and the whole album. Oh. oh my god! You know, usually I I list every everybody who's playing on the album. There's like 25 people playing on. Really? This. Wow. You know, I mean, yeah. There's there's uh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people playing violin. Uh, no, ten. Mark Ronson himself is playing tambourine, uh, which is, I would argue, the most important part of the song. It might be. He mentions it in, in, in an interview that he put like a ton of yeah. reverb on it to like make it give it that Phil Spector wall of sound. The tambourine was like so important to him. And one of the big decisions he made is piano, guitar, drums, and bass were all done in one room with one mic on the drums. So like when you do, you don't do that all the time where the music is all bleeding into every track, which kind of creates just one large sound. I mean, I guess that is the wall of sound. And then all the horns and stuff were also done in one room to bleed into each other. The atmosphere he creates is basically like the beat is so tight and almost in a sense like reggae, right? Cause it's good. Cha- cha- no, no, it's not cha- reggae. It's not straight up reggae, but it's there's that kind of hypnotic, just one little thing that you it there you yeah, can't no, really yeah, yeah. differentiate you can't really differentiate the instruments well, in the song. Well, it's uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's very distinct, and I love how it is that almost that almost even the beat too is that old bump 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 almost like bump, bump. be my yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's, there's the Ronettes are all all over you know, it, all over it, all over but it. Yeah, she um, does bring such a cool new vibe to it. Just she kind of has a little more just swagger and kind of like mystery to her than that old stuff. That's what she what, brought new what, to the table. Was this kind of vibe? I wonder, like, because it's almost like he brought a jazz singer into kind of like a modern R and B, old school soul setting. And it, and it really works because like that that boom 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 and the beat that's just basically the same throughout the entire song, just, it's kind of hypnotic, and it, it it allows you just to focus on the crazy shit she, she's talking about and and just pay attention to to her delivery, which is which is impressive. I didn't know his dad's name was Ron. Ron Ronson. <laughs> no, Mark Ronson. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> you're saying Ron Ronson. <laughs> Boom, no, Billy just... from, from way downtown. Yeah, that's my that's my input about the <laughs> melody and the hooks and the lyrical compositions. Well, do you, <laughs> Billy? Do you like this old kind of '60s girl group sound? Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's almost you can't not like it. No, it's it's incredible. Is there a documentary, The Six Feet from Stardom? The, the, back, the backup singers? The backup yeah. singers, yeah. That was yeah, yeah. incredible. The, the sound that he recreates is basically the best. It's like a potpourri of like the best of American music. You know, there's jazz elements, there's blues elements, there's rock and mm-hmm. roll elements. There's just everything that you love about any American music is in the, the music, which I, and I hate that I'm not going to be able to list all these musicians, but it's the Dap Kings. You know, I mean, they were playing, they were Sheridan Jones Band forever, and they're fucking amazing. I've, huh. I've seen Sharon Jones with them live. I got to like, meet them. I didn't know that. It was really? the Dap Kings? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I was intern, I was the music intern at Conan in New York in the summer of 08, and Sharon and, and the Dap Kings were on, and they couldn't have been nicer people. Sharon was like, Everybody loved her. She loved everybody. And all of the people yeah. in the band were super cool. Because I had to deal with every single one of them. And they, every single one of them was like so polite, so nice, so happy to be there. Just, it was an amazing experience. It was cool. Absolutely. I mean, and Sharon has a little, I mean, Sharon's voice and delivery are, are pretty different than, than Amy Winehouse's. But also, I mean, just amazing in their own, yeah. in their own life. I she's mean, got she, a, she's more, she's got that great cover of, uh, Midnight Rider. Mm, I don't oh, know yeah. if I've heard that. Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's, it's, it's worth a okay. listen for sure. Yeah. She's a rest in peace, Sharon yeah, Jones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, go, being smart enough to kind of grab that band and be like, "This is the sound we want," is also probably a credit to. I, I don't. I don't know if it, I think I read it was her that wanted to work with them, which is gonna, well, know, as an artist of, of that caliber. That's uh, yeah. It's just such a great collaboration. The fact that they got together, that, you know, it was kind of Amy's idea to run with this sound. And I'm sure, as a producer, you're like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Let's do this." <laughs> Crazy thing is, this song only got as high as 25 on the UK charts. I don't even think it charted in in America. And honestly, I don't really remember hearing it on radio or anything. I mean, it's it got Me a lot neither. of critical acclaim, but. It, mm-hmm. it, I, I'm the only reason I heard this because I mean I think just friends of mine had the record and were playing it a lot and I was like oh that's a good one I mean the album itself I would say like there's like four really good songs on there the rest of it's kind of yeah I feel like I've, I've heard the other ones a lot more than this you're no good yeah so I guess a second question for you guys is um, I think I know the answer to this is uh, Amy Winehouse or Adele which one are you taking Amy Winehouse I mean Ooh. it's there's you have to say Amy. She's dead. She's you know like she, like she went you have too to say soon. It because she's she's in, dead. Well, she's in the Twenty Seven Club. It's fucking awful. Like I don't know. Like Adele was pretty amazing, but I'd, I'd go with Amy. Man, they're so different, but so similar. But I know very similar. I, know, I mean, Adele kind of came out of this scene. But I think they're very different. Their voices. Man, that's tough. But I think that. A smart man told me years and years and years ago uh, to trust Neil when he says things, and so I'm gonna, <laughs> years and I'm, years gonna go, and years ago. I'm gonna go with. Have you me. talked to him lately, Amy Winehouse? <laughs> Amy Winehouse. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been under that bridge lately. So, 
It's the one off of uh, the Grand Exit shh, on 10. Shh, don't, don't. Uh, shh, take a left on Olive. Shh, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't bother. It's a, it's a, it's a blue tent. It's a green tent with a blue tarp. Josh, 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 Josh. Um, that's my uh, secret. That's my secret. Let's, uh, let's keep that secret. I'm, I'm going to go with Adele, I, I think. Well, let's uh, let's let's climb out of the uh, the underpass and 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 start vibing a little bit on the on the freeway. This is my song, so I'll 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 start off with uh, where I want to hear this or when I want to hear this. It's very specific. Uh, smoking a cig uh, after a few drinks, uh, sitting on the porch, and very angry at someone that fucked me over. <laughs> that, that's that's when I'm going to put this on because there is a resilience there. Like it is very sad, but. It, she the way she sings it, it it gives her there's a little power there too that she still has i think which is odd because the lyric is just so like you said neil fuck me uh but uh yeah Bill, billy when do you want to hear this song i want this to be blaring in my headphones while i'm like swiffering my place and just dancing around <laughs> like Fred, like Fred Astaire, <laughs> just like da, 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 you know, like taking a couple look in the, looks in the mirror at myself, you know, like bow, 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 not singing the right uh, words, and you know, like this. Yeah. I feel like this. You, will, you just keep repeating my dick wet. Yeah. <laughs> my dick wet. My dick wet. Ain't got no safe bet. Blip blip. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'd like to see that too, Billy. Um, oh, I'll put it on the ticky tuck. <laughs> Neil, when do, when do you want to hear hear this song? Well, I want to hear this song with the rest of the album, and then kind of when do you put this on? It's kind of it's not necessarily dance music. It's not uh, I don't know. I was the best I could come up with is it'd be like in a long night of poker. This would be one of the good records to put on. Mm. You know. Because that also kind of reminds me of like Goodfellas with that old kind of 60s sound from Scorsese, you know? Yeah, that's true. So basically you put this on when somebody's really losing. So they're like, (laughs) you look look over and and Billy's down a grand. I got back in black. (laughs) Back to black, Neil. Oh, sorry. Well, speaking of uh, poker night, let's, uh, let's slip under the influence for a minute. Talk about the influences. I think we, we we've hit on a lot of these. I mean, as yeah. as I said, our Billy Holiday stacks the Ronettes, uh, Adele moving forward. Um, I'd say even somebody like Yola, who's kind of a newer singer songwriter out of the British scene. Uh, yeah. she's pretty good if you haven't heard her. Uh, anything to add on, fellas? That this reminds you of, or songs that you would say listen to if you like this? We we did cover it all, even what I had here. Um, but I do think it. Speaking of the British scene, it reminds me of Kiwanuka, Cold Little Heart, kind of like just a sad, kind of just mm. brilliant nature of a song. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good comp. Billy, anything to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh well, you know, I'm gonna take your no as a yes, and we're gonna slide <laughs> under the covers here. Yeah. And- <laughs> And talk about the covers of this song. Uh, Neil, you usually have a good number that you've listened to, so why don't you get us get us off on the right foot? Well, I must say there was nothing good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing I really want to bring up, um, except... 
Except um, some an acoustic version of her doing it on YouTube. I found it's a you know it's not a cover, yeah. but it is a great version. She sings it with a little more kind of. She holds on to the notes longer and really crushes it with a guy just. Almost, it looks like they're sitting at a guitar center. The guy's just picking away yeah. and she's singing. Most live versions don't do it for me of this song. Like it's 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 well, all about is, that one version. It's just so good. Is she sitting with Mark Ronson? Because there's that clip from the. Isn't there a clip, I've, Billy, in the documentary where she's... Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I've seen a, it is. It is one. not. I'm sure that's a good version, too. She just crushes it in this this particular version. So, I mean, speaking of the documentary, that was... that was What a watch that was. It was rough. Yeah. I definitely cried. I cried. I don't think I cried. I was just like, I didn't shit. ball, but... How did, why I, did, I, how I, did they get all I this on up. film? I welled up, for sure. Um, yeah. Terrible. And I, this song was written about the guy who kind of was her partner in crime and ultimately probably helped the demise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, well, he left her and then they got married and then heroin began. Uh, Billy, anyway. did you hear any covers of this song? Uh, that video that Neil's talking about, but yeah, I didn't hear anything yeah. else that was well, worth a damn. When I, when I looked at it, it was like Beyonce and Andre 3000 did a version for The Great Gatsby. I just, uh, I kept scrolling. That was... I kept... Is not good. The production's awful, and just well, the way that they they're, they that Andre what was decides it for? to sing it, was it for some production. It was for the Great Gatsby with oh, DiCaprio yeah, well, and yeah. That's... Well, speaking of which, there was a good um, uh, what's that HBO show about the the robots? Westworld. Nah, the dude, Westworld. The, was the, okay. the, the, the Ramon Jawadi. This is not one of his best ones. I don't think. Does it sound that good? Ramin Jawadi. He does all the Westworld piano takes on on rock and roll songs, and this one was not his best. I will say though, there there's one by Sam Fender, which is live from BBC. It's acoustic, and it's pretty cool because he does this unique thing with the with a with a rhythm, um, where he's just kind of like really quickly picking two hmm. chords the throughout the t- entire song, and it sounds. It sounds pretty cool. And then Eve St. Jones does like a almost like a island, like Caribbean island oh. feel well, that's like that also on. walks that, up to the line of cheese. Was that the, was that the Electro I, I can, Bossa version? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't that it wasn't like Bossa Nova. It was it was very like <laughs> if I'm having a fucking Mai Tai in the Caribbean and I'm on the Just, sand and you know, the lounge singer started doing it like her, I'd be like, That's pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> looking at the moon like I can eh. dig it. I can dig it. Um, I, I can I can have a smoke now. I don't have to be angry at anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, so finally, Billy, we'll start off with you. Uh, how does the shoe fit for Amy Winehouse's Back to Black? Oh, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that this is a female combat boot that <laughs> just wants to. Kick a door open, kick a door down, kick a guy in the face, kick herself in the face. But it's just like a badass yeah. Lara Croft fucking, uh, what's her name? Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Female An- comic. Angelina. Jane. Yeah. <laughs> to me? <laughs> yeah. Just go, go straight from G.I. Jane to striptease? I like it. Um, you know, you are just a pig. <laughs> You are a. <laughs> I was a pig for that movie when I was younger. Um... Oink oink. 
man. <laughs> Neil, what, how does this shoe fit for you? It fits. I think like a black velvet loafer. Something you might wear with a robe. Ooh. You know? Just what you put on the record nice. and have a cig. <laughs> In a cigarette holder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just like an 80s movie or 70s. You're just A villain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say this fits like a pair of black dress shoes that I would wear to like a funeral. Um, <laughs> yeah. So black. So dark, Josh. I didn't think it could get darker. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, you know, well, it's about to get darker because, on that note, our cover of Amy Winehouse's Back to Black. He left no time to regret Kept his dick wet With his same old safe bed Me And my head high My tears dry Get on without my guy You Went back to what you knew so far removed from all that we went through and I tread a trouble track my odds are stacked I'll go back to black we only said goodbye with words I died a hundred times You go back to her And I go back to I go back to us I love you much It's not enough You love blow and I love puff And lie is like a pie and I'm a tiny penny rolling up the walls inside we only said goodbye with words I died a hundred times you go back to her and I go back only said goodbye with words I died a hundred times you go back to her and I go back to black 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 Said goodbye with words 
Cause I died a hundred times You go back to her and I go back too We only said goodbye with words I died a hundred times You go back to her and I go back to black So the cover you just heard was performed by uh, Josh Bond and Neil Marsh. Thanks for listening to Pod Gave Rock and Roll to you. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify or wherever you listen. If you'd like to communicate with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at Pod Gave Rock. Uh, next week is Billy's week. So, Billy, what will we be discussing? We will be discussing the amazing song by the band The Wait. Can't wait! <laughs>